Hello, welcome. Um, thanks for joining here on Mighty Wind Broadcasting Network. And I am Pastor Jennifer. I pastor the House of Joy Church here in downtown Los Angeles. And it's an amazing just honor to be able to do that. And we have a super awesome, creative, eclectic house of prayer, walls full of color, and just a spot that God has asked uh, me to help create and that people can come and just encounter Him in a very childlike way. For God loves when we can be childlike. He says, unless we become like a child, right? Humble and believing and dependent and, and able to just easily be filled with wonder. He's like, unless you become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of God. So this is required. And so we just have a very fun, artsy spot where we're able to help kind of bring that childlike, playful, believing, dependent spirit about. Um, as well as this is a house of prayer. And right, prayer is the intimate conversation where we get to share our hearts with him. And then he gets to share his heart with us. And we get to be changed in that exchange and um, it, we need to have make time right time and space to be able to hear from him and have an intimate uh, intimate encounters with him so we get to do that here in person on Wednesdays and Sundays if you ever want to join us and actually I'm going to show you you can follow us here um, I'm going to remove that put this up um, at on Instagram at house of joy underscore DTLA and we are here on Sundays at 10.30 in the morning and Wednesdays at 7. So, um, but I am so glad that I get to be with y'all on video. So, thank you for clicking on and joining. And I'm excited, of course, about what God wants to share with us today. And so, thank you for joining. And I honor you and bless you. And... <laughs> God is ready to feed you some goodness, and um, so, um, yeah, we're just going to open in prayer, right? Let's just open up. Let's be before Him. We need Him. We can do nothing apart from God, and so I'm just going to, yeah, invite you to join with me as we just agree, and today I just, yeah, I just saw Him just having these gushing rivers of, of water, of His clean, just Holy Spirit, living water, just flowing out of eyes. And that's what he's doing today, is cleansing eyes. And um, um, yeah, we just want clear, clean vision. So Father, we come before you humbly and gratefully and <laughs> ready to sit at your table and eat, eat your living word. For we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from your mouth. Your mouth is clean and pure. It is truth. The truth sets us free. We honor you, Father. We honor you, Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, the lover of our souls. We magnify your name. You are a Lord of lords and King of kings. All belongs to you. <laughs> and we belong to you. And you are committed to training us up, cleansing us, causing us to grow into wisdom and knowledge and understanding of who you are. 
Lord, let our hearts be shaped more like yours today as we hear these words. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So Lord, we, we open up our ears. We want to hear your word. That we would be filled with great faith for what you are doing today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. We invite you, Holy Spirit. We know you are with us. You are with each one listening right now. You are with them, Holy Spirit. You are powerful and you are electric. You are the very person of God living on the inside of these temples. We belong to you. These temples are to be pure and set apart for you. And so we thank you, Holy Spirit. We honor you. We want you to flow through. We want you to lead. I submit myself to you fully, completely, wholly unto you, that you would have your way. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are flowing out of each one of us. <laughs> flowing right now out of the bellies of each listener. That there's a clean river of living water, cleansing, healing, convicting, changing. Yes, Lord, we thank you that we are being washed as we hear your word. So we honor you, Lord, and we just come before you. Come before you, ready and wanting to receive what you have for us. So, here we go. <laughs> As I quickly mentioned, um, sometimes I'm like, I don't know, like, where are we, we going to start with something? And I'll just be listening, you know, kind of got a little antenna up, like, okay, what, what are you going to highlight, God? And I was walking in the city here, downtown LA, and there's um, always a lot of action. <laughs> so, but what I saw, just he kind of just put it in my spirit, I saw someone walking in front of me, and I saw their eyes, like, gushing like two rivers of it was like clean pure blue water so beautiful just wow just gushing and um god was like yeah i want i want my people to have clean eyes and a clean heart i want my purity to flow from within them i want my purity to wash their eyes and so the thing is, that speaks of a washing that comes on the inside, right? Like God wants the inside of our temples to be pure, a heart that is set apart um, that, that he can look inside and be like, oh, they have a heart after me. Like, not that we're in full perfection. We are perfect in the sense of Holy Spirit has come and, and fully been united with us on our inner spirit man we are there is perfection in there in Colossians I know it says like for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body so you also are complete through your uni union with Christ who is head over every ruler and authority and I believe that's Colossians 2 9 and 10 but he says you are complete through your union with me so that's perfect, but right there is this process of sanctification of our soul that we get to willingly lay ourselves down on the altar and allow him to shift and change and transform us as we look at him and, 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 and are changed by this truth, this beautiful living word that sets us free. And so that's right, our soul is our mind, our will, our emotions. And God has wired us with this ability to, to we, like we have gates. We have a, a, an ability to receive information and to 
we have a responsibility to choose what that is and like right our eyes are these gates that we receive these are receivers right we receive information and what we receive in our eyes affects all of our body and he wants our eyes to be clean in every way set apart holy holy set apart not of this world not with mixture. He wants crystal clear, like just geyser eyes, gushing of the beauty of his spirit. So these are receivers, right? Our eyes don't give out. Our eyes receive. Our ears, they don't give out. They receive. And our hearts, though, out of our hearts, um, that, that does, it gives out. Um, and we need our heart to be, you know, clean and pure, of course. But I'm focusing on the eyes, because that's what he was showing, was just this beautiful, the pure water, Holy Spirit, wanting to flow through eyes that have a clean filter. And so he's just saying, put your eyes on the altar, and let me just clean them today. <laughs> put your eyes on the altar, and I'm going to wash them by the water of my word. I'm going to clean them from any contamination. And we're going to get into some word here. It is a beautiful thing to have purity flowing from our eyes. And um, the first scripture, uh, Matthew 5, 8, is this beautiful, even just the, the, like, we as humans, like, we like a reward. We like to have a reason why we are doing something and it helps us stay on target when we know this is the reason why I'm moving towards this. This is the reason why I want a pure heart. This is the reason why I want to set my eyes apart for him and him alone. And so in Matthew 5, 8, Jesus is speaking. Uh, this is, um, wait, did I put that on there right? Matthew 5, 8. Um, let me see this. Un momento. Matthew 5, 8, oh, 5, that's why I'm in chapter 7. <laughs> but it's right, it's the, the Beatitudes, um, if you're familiar with that. And um, Jesus is, is saying various things. Um, but the one we're going to highlight here is, yeah, 5, 8. So it's God blesses those whose hearts are pure for they will see God God blesses it could even mean happy because we want a, a, a happy heart he makes us happy when our hearts are pure and it is our job like to stay pure before him to stay faithful before him we are his bride you are his bride, whether male or female, you are his bride. Like, you are, he's committed to, to, to love you, to change you, to shape you, to cleanse you. Uh, but a bride willingly says, I'm going to keep myself faithful for you. Um, but, but God blesses each one of us whose hearts are pure. For they will see God. So the reward here, the reason why we would want to be set apart, um, one is we don't belong to ourselves. We really are set apart. We are His, and we call ourselves a Christian, and we've said yes to Him as Lord. 
we're not our own anymore and we are in a transformation process and he says keep your heart pure but the reward here is that we shall see God we shall see God and on this journey of transformation um like I know in my life too like there's there's um I saw him in, in, in limited ways earlier on and as I allowed him to convict me and shift me and change me, right? Have you had him do that? You can think back and you're like, the vision that I know I've been able to see him with um, has become more and more clear. There's more and more light. There's more and more revelation of his glory, his beauty. There's more reward in encountering his presence in the secret place. And it's like, oh my gosh, like the pure in heart really get to see God. I want to keep my heart pure. Do you want to keep your heart more pure? More and more pure. Let him do the purging. So with this scripture, um, and with that in mind, that we get to see this like, oh, like we know the prophets. I'm just going to say this real quick. I, I get so in love with reading about say what Ezekiel like if you want to look in chapter one like when he sees the glory of God right Ezekiel is set apart as a prophet a person that is speaking for God representing God in every way fully set apart God entrusted him to be a full-time ambassador and as he worshiped uh, God would bless him with visions and say the heavens would be open and he would see God in all of this glory <laughs> and the glory of God is more exciting than anything this world can offer to try to entertain us. This world is putting all kinds of things before our eyes to try to distract us and keep us from wanting to put our eyes before the glory of God. And um, this is what we're going to, you know, allow him to wash us. He's going to wash your these desires, wash your eyes so that we can be like, oh, I don't want to see those things anymore. I just want to have my vision filled with the glory of God. Because the glory of God there, as we see in Ezekiel, um, it's just, oh, you see the Lord, just the fire of God, his body flickering like flames of amber, right? And we get to see what he saw as he wrote it down, but we get to see, you know, his, his face shining brighter than the sun. We get to see him, you know, clothed in this halo, like this rainbow, living rainbow, the color, the, the throne, the sights, the sounds of heaven, um, the, like him arriving on like, these clouds of, of glory, like riding in on the clouds, light clouds, not clouds, <laughs> clouds, but like lightning. And when you spend time sitting and seeing and gazing in this glory, these things become more real. There is a reward to sitting before him. Amen? Like, if you know about this benefit and reward of sitting in His glory and experiencing His lightnings, His thunderings, His voice like many rushing waters, the, the brilliance of His face, like you become affected by it. You're like, I, don't, I just want more of this. I just want more of His glory. I, I want to just, oh, because if you feel it, you, you become a part of it. You, what you honor, you get access to. When we honor His glory, we honor um, different areas in the Bible where it speaks of His glory, it changes you and you get access to it. So, um, but, but when, when people would encounter His glory, right, they'd, they'd literally be like shaking, freaking out, like, 
blah, like they can't even, they like fall on their faces like dead men. And um, even in Revelation, you'll see John um, uh, be blessed with these glorious open heaven visions of Jesus and um, in his glory. And so you can also see in Revelation 1, look at there, and um, you'll also see in like Revelation 4, just some beautiful spots where you can fill your eyes with his beauty and just take it slow. Just even one element of his beauty. Just You can just sit there. Like, God, I'm just going to focus on your your voice like many rushing waters. And I'm going to fill my ears with that. And you just sit. You can set a timer, five, ten minutes. You can go longer, but sometimes it's just like to say some starting times. We can all handle five or ten minutes of something. Lord, say, Holy Spirit, fill my ears with the sound of your voice like many rushing waters. Lord, cleanse me of the other sounds. Forgive me for the other sounds that are not holy, that are not pleasing to you. And, and he'll give you the exchange. And you start to just, you know, you, like, you can hear the sound of his water, his voice. Um, you know, if it talks about his, 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 his face shining brighter than the sun. Like, I like to just take moments and just stay there. Like, don't brush through it. Don't read five scriptures all at once. Just stay there. There's enough there to, for a week, you could just be like, I'm just going to gaze on your face. It's brighter than the sun. <laughs> Lord, forgive me for everything that I've been gazing upon and so obsessed with. Scrolling on my phone. Scrolling on Instagram worrying about what this person thought or said and replaying all kinds of things and you know whatever it may be um watching netflix watching um constant news and and just just whatever those other things that would take our eyes off of him not that we can't watch some things but do they please him do they honor him and has it become 90 percent that and 10 percent god or is it 90% God and 10% that. What if we were to challenge ourselves and say, oh, I'm going to give my these beautiful eyes that he gifted me with to be filled with his glory, his light. So yes, you can focus on his face. And just, just like he gives us the example of the sun, that's why he, he gave an analogy. Like we're not worshiping the sun in any way. We are using that as a picture, a reference, because we know what that's like to have sun shining on us. We know that it changes our skin in the natural. We get, we'll get burned, we'll get tan, we'll get freckled, we'll feel the warmth. Um, it can be healing and, and, and calming, just being in front of the sun. And it, you know, it fills our eyes with light. But this is what he's like, but he's even brighter. It's the very person of God. He's like, oh, can you just, whoa, put me on the screen of your heart. Can you just put me on the screen of your eyes? And you can put, like, um, if you're not used to doing this, you can put, like, um, like, a, a, like, Christian soaking music. There's a lot of other kinds of soaking music, meditation music, all that. Be careful. Don't just do anything. Put Christian soaking music, right? So just sometimes we need a little, a little something to help calm our soul down and just be able to meditate. But I like timers sometimes because that way I know my mind, if it's restless, and it wants to go, but I gotta do this and I gotta do that, and I'm having trouble focusing. You can just say, you know what? Five minutes, I'm gonna focus on the face of God, the glory of God. Lord, 
fill, fill this time with your face. And you just begin to look at him. And this cleanses your eyes. Speaking of him cleansing our eyes. So, and there, and even if you need to keep your mind on it, you just, oh Lord, you just say the words, you know, just it helps you stay on track. Fill me with the light of your face. I love to look at your face. It is brighter than the sun. I didn't expect to talk about that, but sometimes we need a little direction, just some help, some practicals on how to meditate and really um, let these words become part of us, to mark us, to change us. And then I know like when life feels shaky at times, or the enemy is attacking, you're like, oh no, but I, <laughs> I may not feel it all, all the way, but I know too much about being in the glory of God that I, I, I've been changed, I've been marked, right? Has he changed you? Has he marked you? Have you been sitting and letting him fill and flood your eyes? I'm just going to say this um, just so I have the actual, like, scripture. I'm going to say, so Revelation 1, I'll go from there. Just an example, right, of the beauty of God and his glory. It says, standing in the middle of the lampstands was someone like the Son of Man. He was wearing a long robe with a gold sash across his chest. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like flames of fire. His feet were like polished bronze, refined in a furnace, and his voice thundered like the mighty ocean waves. <laughs> I just, oh, there's so much life on it, just reading it. He held seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was like the sun in all of its brilliance. And he says, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as if I were dead. Why do people fall when they're in the glory of God? There we go. We can't handle it. We can't take it. We're these little weak humans. And he's like blasting us with all that glory, all that power, right? He fell as if dead. And, um, but he laid his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. So the Lord wants us to encounter his glory. But back to the scripture, it says that blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And we know when we die and go on to eternal life with him in heaven, we will fully see him. We see him in part. But there is a beautiful reward to say, God, this life doesn't belong to me. Lord, all that time, the hours that are ticking by, these eyes need to be set apart, focused and fixed on you. And this is what he wants to do. Um, I, um, he wants to just have those streams of living water, Holy Spirit, pouring out of our eyes. So we get to partner with him on that. Um, and... Oh, just give me the picture of, like, to remember, right, we are his bride. We are his bride, kind of like a bride being prepared. Thank God he prepares us, but we, um, we are to prepare ourselves willingly, right? We want the willing bride. Um, when we are a child in the faith, a child, you know, he does extra, is extra help. He gives us extra um, little pampering, a little extra, like, margin for maybe messing up or, um, you know, getting free from obvious blatant sin. But as we grow and mature um, in this walk, right, becoming a bride, the bride then, she sets herself apart. 
She says, oh, I'm not doing childish things anymore, but I'm going to keep myself innocent and set apart for the one that I love. And I'm going to do this willingly. And I'm not going to look on other lovers. For the other lover that God speaks of is the world. He says, oh, you can't be a friend of me and a friend of the world. I can't have you with divided loyalty. I need you all in. And, oh, the reward is worth it to see his face, to know the one who in his presence is fullness of joy, to know he is the one that keeps our heart in peace. And sometimes if we've lost peace, if we've lost some of the joy, if we've lost some of the passion, we sometimes put our eyes or our thoughts on something that is not of him, and therefore a shaking begins to happen. And he's like, oh, just return to me. Let your eyes gaze upon me. And, and, and he'll, he'll point out some things that maybe we need to let go of that are, are causing um, some, some, uh, some, some darkness in our eyes, some darkness in our eyes. We all are capable of picking up darkness, and we need to chat, say, God, search my heart. I want to be full of light. So um, for the scripture here, I'm going to look at, um, well, 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 um, Oh, this. In Matthew 7, I'm like, where am I scooting to? (laughs) Matthew 7, no, 6, I'm sorry. Matthew 6, verse 22. I'm at that age, like, I started to kind of need glasses, but I'm totally not letting myself do it, but I need to. So sometimes I'm like, ah. Um, But it says, your eye, this is, your eye is a lamp. What a privilege. Your eye is made to be full of light, okay? But it says your eye is a lamp that provides light for your entire body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. When your eye is good, your whole body is flooded, filled with light. This is amazing. When your eye is bad, verse 23, your whole body... It's filled with darkness. And if that light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. And um, the beauty of this, right, we have Holy Spirit on the inside of us. He is light. God is light. There is no darkness in him. But we, having free will, have an ability to choose to either partner with him and live in his light as he has called us to, Um, Or we can rebel and get sloppy and get messy and just say, oh, he'll be fine if I watch this. He's going to be fine if I watch another episode of that show. It's okay that they're having sex or they're kind of almost having sex or they have their clothes on, right? We can compromise and God's like, he's not cool with that. And, And the thing is, he wants this, these eyes as children of God to be so pure and he's like I'm putting a desire for purity in your heart and your eyes I'm putting a desire and a grace for you to turn from things that were maybe seen that are not pleasing to him um, the news sure let's see a little bit of what's going on we can be aware and we can use that even to intercede when we see things that are happening in this world but let us not be consumed by the news that is not our God that is not to fill and flood the eye gates because those eyes are going to affect our hearts and God says I, I, I'm giving you a, I need you to have a pure heart right a bride that has set aside all of her to be faithful to him 
And, you know, so if we're also, right, if we're scrolling and we want to watch, you know, just Hollywood entertainment and we want to just watch celebrities, we want to just, we could even idolize preachers and pastors that you just say, oh, I'm just going to watch them. And he's like, no, I need you to have some alone time with me. Let just watch my face. Get revelation directly from me, right? And so we want we want pastors and preachers. I'm talking about if it's like an idolizing, like you you get all of your stuff from a pastor, preacher, teacher, and you're not having your own time. He's jealous for you. Oh, he is jealous. He's like, I want some alone time with you. He's your husband. He's your husband. He wants alone time. If I always was with my husband and always had to have a a friend, someone else trying to like. <laughs> Like, I'm trying to, like, use my husband's best friend to learn about my husband. Hey, what is he like? Tell me about my, my husband. My husband would be like, why are you always asking my best friend about me when you can just spend time with me and learn to know me, right? And so this is, it's just this jealousy. They, but, um, so that's it, right, those things. And I ask Holy Spirit, whatever those things are that maybe you're like jealous, like you're helping us to to be clean and pure, I just ask that you bring conviction. Bring conviction. If it's Instagram, if it's Facebook, if it's YouTube, if it's Netflix, if it's the news, if it's just whatever it may be, Lord, that, that we'd say, oh, it's worth it. I want purity in my eyes. And that right now you say, Father, forgive me for that. I repent, I turn, I put it on the altar, and I'm going to put some boundaries. I'm going to say no too much of that. I'm going to put that away. I'm going to unfollow that one. I'm going to, yeah, just let him convict. Whatever, he just brings it to mind. Brings it to mind. You know, because if we are watching a show and we've we've talked ourselves into him being okay with it, Let's see, this is the filter. Cause, so, Father, I just thank you that you bring conviction by your spirit in us. We want to watch things that are pure and pleasing to you, that honor you, God, and that we would have this beautiful spot of seeing you clearly. Um, Col- uh, Philippians 4.8, it says, And dear, oh, sorry, this is a, a filter, right? So, like, for our thoughts, for our eyes, it's not just our thoughts but our eyes, a filter. Should I watch this? This is something to ask, because it says, fix your thoughts, or fix your eyes on what is true. Is what I'm watching true? Hmm. On what is honorable? Is this show honorable? Are these people I'm following honorable? And right. Is it right? Is what I'm watching and putting my eyes on pure? Is it pure and lovely? Is it lovely? And is it admirable? Think about these things or watch these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So this is our filter there, and that is Philippians 4.8. We might have to write that down to just be like, mm, no, I could, I, could, I could purify my eyes to be set apart as the bride that I may see him. And, oh, he is pleased when you do this, when you consecrate your eyes to be set apart for him and um, to be pure, right? When you get married, um, as we are the bride of Christ, when you get married, right, there's, you absolutely expect the spouse to be pure, not with his eyes on an ex. Like, I'm not going to be, like, 
with my husband, I'd be like, he was always searching when we're getting married, uh, or even now, you know, been married a long time, but like, if if he was searching for exes, and he's 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 concerned about all these other things, these other lovers, or or if he had too much time with, say, even just a hobby, a thing, and and like I'm neglected and I don't have time, right? I'm like, we may be very married by vows, and there's a oneness there, but I'm like, I'm not enjoying that relationship. And we're not having face-to-face time together. We're not getting time to know one another. And this is that spot where the Lord's like, I'm coming back to get a bride who is fully faithful, committed, pure, that, that has time for me. And isn't just looking for me to just bless them and not just bringing a list of prayer requests. He's like, but I want to just enjoy you. Because he's like, I want you to delight yourself in me and I want time to delight myself in you. And so there has to be closed door, um, secret time alone with him. And I just know this is what he's wanting to do is to bring purity to that place of your eyes so that you can enjoy seeing the Lord. For the blessed or blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And he's like, let my pure, faithful bride have a pure heart so they can see me clearly and we don't get jaded. These messed up ideas because we have mixture in our eyes with that word pure the pure in heart um, I had wanted to just um, look at that word did I just mess that up haha <laughs> let's see the pure in heart I think that's it um, ooh, in a moment I'm just going to pull this on my computer here um, but the pure in heart, um, and I'm speaking from someone who used to have a lot of mixture, and I totally made up in my mind was deceived, thinking, oh, God's fine with this. He's totally cool with it. And sure, some of it probably, you know, when I was more, like, immature in my walk, and just, he's like, I love you, girl. I'm going to help you out. But, um, and he did. He convicted me one thing at a time, and I was like, oh, he's worth it. I need to get, I need to let go of this, like, but I, I would talk myself into it being okay, and, um, but this is what he expects of us, is pure, clean, we are one, first of all, made pure and clean by his blood, and blood alone, we cannot make ourselves just pure, um, we're not, but this is also not so much the focus today, this is our part in allowing him to cleanse us, um, and keeping our eyes set apart, but, um, right, we cannot be free of sin apart from his blood. It's the blood of Christ. It was his innocent blood that was shed on the cross in the body of Jesus, God in human form. He took all of our sin, took all of your sin on the cross to make you pure, holy, blameless, Completely, our conscience cleaned by his blood, everything cleansed, our whole past wiped away. You have been made new if you have said yes to him. And if you have not said yes, it's not even a special prayer that's a certain word you have to say. You just say, Lord, I want you to cleanse me. Lord, I want pure eyes. Lord, I want a pure heart. Lord, I want a fresh start. Lord, I'm turning from my old way of sin and missing the mark. That's what sin means, is to miss the mark. You just keep trying to do it your way, and it's just not, oh, it's not hitting bullseye. 
But when you turn, you say, I can't do it, Lord. I surrender. I want to follow you. Save me, Lord. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Cleanse me with your blood. And you begin to hit the, the mark. You hit the bullseye. You start to experience his joy, his love, his peace. Because there's purity, Holy Spirit. The person of God lives in us at that point. And he guides us. He leads us in the truth. He convicts us. He changes our desires. He trains us in godliness. Yes, it's a process. So wherever we're at, though, that's, 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 he'll, he'll lead us and he'll show us. Um, it's not perfection like all at once as far as our soul being changed and trained. It's a process. And so it's going to look a little different for each one of us. But talking about that, if you're brand new, then say, you said yes to the Lord. You start looking at that word. You start reading. You start listening to solid teaching. And um, you're, you're going to be changed. You're going to just know there's going to be a whole shift. Um, you just, he does it. Holy Spirit dwells in you. But we're not talking about the, the Lord's blood upon us. We're talking about us choosing to honor him with our life. Um, and with purity pouring out and no dirty filter in our eyes and for the sake of seeing him and knowing him more and more. So the word pure <laughs> is katharos um, and it says like without mixture, without admixture. This is not water with some extra flavor. This is or water with some poo, you know. This is like, who wants water with a little dirt in it, right? If you get even a little dirt or some hair, you're like, ew, gross, I'm not, gonna, I'm not drinking out of that cup. I'm going to send it back. How much more so is God like, no, I, I, I made you to be a clean glass of water. I made you to be one that is fully filled with my spirit, my light. Do not let the dirt get in there and be okay with it. So he, Holy Spirit, will allow us and make us be able to to, to stay clean without mixture. And that it says what is separated, purged, <laughs> purged, um, hence clean, pure, because you're unmixed. Any undesirable elements get purged out, taken out, that we'd be spiritually clean because we have been purged and purified by God from any contaminating and soiling influences of sin and um, so this is this is just purity is wonderful it is beautiful um, and I just to, to, to share um, like mm. it's, it, what we look at affects us so much it just it affects us so much and I just remember when when I was like younger and I would say oh, I'm, a, I'm a believer I'm a Christian but I wasn't all in I was I was like more like, oh cool, I get to go to heaven, you know, like I grew up Christian, but like not really following him at this point in my life. And I'm talking about maybe like, you know, chunk of time back, like maybe 20 years ago or so. But um, like I would feel, I would say I'm going to church, I'd say I'm a, I'm a believing Christian, but I would fill my eyes with horror movies. Like I got so stuck on them, filling them, because I, I couldn't watch them when I was younger, because I had pretty strict parents, thank God for that, but <laughs> I then all of a sudden went full binging on what was not good and was evil and horrible. So I would fill my eyes with horror movies, thinking that somehow that was going to be okay. And 
I would fill my ears with, I would actually buy horror movie music, like the soundtrack to Psycho or something, and I would listen to it um, in my car. Um, and so I became under the influence very strongly and opened up all of this temple to what was completely like evil and full of horror. Um, at the same time, I would watch uh, like porn stuff. I had a strong desire for that. I was under the influence of those like spirits, that like demonic influence that we've opened up to knowingly or unknowingly. And for some reason, we'll just have a really strong desire to watch a certain thing. And so I'm going to share this. Sometimes just that place of vulnerability where it's like, hey, if you're struggling, um, there's nothing worse than when you're a Christian and struggling because you're like, oh my gosh, can't talk about it. Oh my gosh, I feel like such an absolute failure. And the enemy wants to lift the shame off. I mean, God wants to lift the shame off and say, hey, let me help you out. But I would watch porn. So I would fill my eyes with terrible images and you know it is, and our eyes become addicted because what we see in our eyes will start to feel in our bodies and so I would keep making it more perverted and, and more twisted and um, it really started to damage my inner like image center uh, so between the horror the evil and the um, you know sexual imagery that was just so wrong I, I, I became greatly harmed on the inside, like really damaged. Um, and the good news though is that God always has a way to break through in our lives. He always has a way to have us hear a message or meet the right person or um, just straight up convict us because we're like, ah, I'm so scared. The sin has gotten me into a really awful spot. And we're like, help Jesus. So he got me to spot of conviction where I'm like, I hate these things. I, and he brought me to a place of the word. He brought me to reading the right books. And I'm not going to say what they are. I'm just saying that, you know, he has a way to break in. So if you're like, Lord, I'm, I'm struggling with some of these addictions. Or it could be just a show for you that you know isn't right. And it's, it's starting to harm your filter of your eyes and your heart. And it's starting to get contaminated. Um, He's like, just, you come to him. Say, Lord, begin to convict. Lord, I want to put these things on the altar. I am addicted to this. I am stuck watching these images. Or I can't get off my phone. Lord, I want to stop scrolling. I want to stop watching this. I want to stop letting this, this lust or perversion have a way over my life. So right now, you just confess before him and choose. Say, God, I, I want to resist the enemy. I want to resist this thing. Give me grace right now to shut it down. Give me grace right now to turn that off. Give me grace right now to unsubscribe. We do have a part to play in this. And I just thank you, God, the same freedom, the same grace that you gave to me to shut the dirty, dark things down that were causing my eyes and heart to be poisoned with ways of the world, ways of 
Satan, bringing darkness, Lord, I thank you that you do the same thing and that right now you bring purity to anyone that would want it right now, that you give grace for them to change and you break the chains and I break those chains. As he's broken mine, I break any chains that need to be broken. Any desire that is causing your eyes to look upon things you shouldn't look upon, we break that off of you now in Jesus' name. Let your eyes be full of light. Let your heart be full of desire for what is right, for God is changing you. He is shifting you. The Holy Spirit is not damned off anymore with darkness. He is coming up and out, up and out, purifying those eyes, purifying those eyes. He's like, all I need you to do is give them to me. All I need you to do is say, I want my eyes washed. And you put, put, even put those eyes on the altar, literal eyeballs. Lord, I take them out. I put them on the altar. Woo! And he just begins to wash them. He is so merciful, he is so quick to forgive, and he puts his blood on those eyes. He puts his blood on those eyes, they become purified, eyes of brand new, innocent, and you put those childlike eyes. And, and sometimes it's a daily washing. I know for me, I had to constantly shift to looking at this word and beginning to choose to fill myself with worship music, choose to um, be, to say no, to just, I'm not watching rated R nothing. I'm not putting that on. I'm putting the other stuff away. But little by little, there was a purity that came upon me. And I'm like, I actually really love purity. I love what's holy. I love what's good. And then, like I said, like, right, the journey happens where you're like, oh, my eyes are being more open to the beautiful encounter of his glory. Like, I don't want to do anything to offend him. I don't, I just want to live pure and holy. And so this is, this is it. And so let us give our eyes wholly unto him that he is filling you with new vision of his glory. He is anointing you with fresh ability to see him like never before. Whoa, with a purity that is so just addictive that we'd be addicted to just being in the purity of his presence. Where there is purity, there is joy. <laughs> Where there is purity, there is life. Where there is purity, there is peace. Where there is purity, there is, ah, like, order. It's just, we're unshakable when there's purity. Um, and so, well, I think we're ending with that. I always go longer than I think. I'm like, oh, I'll do 20, 30 minutes, and then it keeps going. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. But, um, hey. <laughs> oh, is this it, James? Oh no, it's Philippians. Um, I'm just going to end with this. This is just kind of right, a charge unto us. Um, and this comes from, well, Paul in Philippians. This is chapter 2. And it says in verse 15, Live clean, innocent lives as children of God shining like bright lights in a world that is full of crooked and perverse people. So you are made clean. Your eyes are full of innocence. Your eyes are as a dove's eyes. Dove's eyes only have one focus that looks forward. And in Song of Solomon, the Lord says your eyes are like dove's eyes. He will call a thing out. And as we call it out, you become that before you even 
see the, see it. Like, right? We call a thing that is not as though it is. And so right now, your eyes, he has set apart to be focused and fixed on him and him alone. Your eyes are falling in love with the glory of God. Your body is a temple set apart. You belong to me, says the Lord. You are my temple. You are the one that I clean and transform. You are the one whom I put my Holy Spirit in. You are the one whom I adore. It's like you are the one that my living waters are flowing up and out of. You are the one who I've given a clean heart and a fresh start. Remember the past no more. Fix your eyes on me and I will give you everything you need to see clearly because my heart's desire is that you would see my face and that would keep you in the race to keep yourself pure and faithful and holy before me. For I have set you apart to be my bride I have made you to be a light in this dark world, and that is what you are. So your eyes right now are washed in my light, washed in my truth, washed in my purity. You will not look upon things that are not pleasing to me. You will not because you love me, and you see me, and you know me. You are addicted to me in my presence. You have been made to live in my glory. And nothing else will take place in your heart. For you are not of this world. You have been taken out of it. I have made sure of that. All desire of ways of the world are taken out now. The blood of the Lamb covers you. Your conscience is clean. The blood has forgiven you. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your heart, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the, the water that is flowing out, God. And as your water flows out, this is where, when we have cl the clean, fresh water flowing out of clean eyes, clean filter, this is where we can speak life into others and they can receive clean words of life. He's like, yeah, I want you to be one that can speak what you see. Because what we see then on the inside of a clean heart, we get to wash others in. We get to, you are one that washes others. You have eyes that are like fountains, gushing, Holy Spirit vision. And so to go out, go forth, especially if you are clean and set apart, like just, you're like, yeah, I'm living clean. I'm living set apart. I know what you're talking about. I know the glory of God. Then you get to see. Speak. You get to prophesy. You get to share what that inner vision is of his glory, of his words. And as you speak to others, they become washed because you have rivers of living water coming forth from your clean eyes that have been set apart for him. So, um, yeah, thank you, Lord, for your word. And thank you for each one that has watched and listened. And we just thank you that you have given us eyes that are cleansed and sanctified and washed and pure. And Lord, I thank you for more and more openness to see your face and to just be thrilled with it. Um, thank you for taking us from glory to glory to glory to glory. <laughs> the best is yet to come that we wouldn't grow weary, but we just stay. Stay. Stay in your way, Lord. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for guiding each one in whatever they need in the midst of this cleansing, God, that they, they, they take the next steps as you hold their hands and you, you, you prompt and you 
bring bring about what's next and needed. We love you. We thank you. We give you all the glory and all the honor. We serve you. We love you. And we're so thankful to be your children and your bride. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, thanks for chilling, um, being a part of this, and pray that it blessed you. And, um, yeah, get on out there with those river-filled, Holy Spirit-set-apart eyes. <laughs> um, oh, it got dark. I didn't even notice. <laughs> but it got darker in here. All right, we'll see you soon. Bye.